so good when a Tuesday comes on like a lovable lullaby, doesn't it? I wrote this song for you. I wrote it for you, baby. Let's go. Everybody's looking for the flyest thing to say. Sing it. Yes, sir. It's Tuesday. And I came here to pod. In the woods. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday, and it feels so good to be back. <laughs> Came to pod. <laughs> Every time I catch the front vibes of the podcast, I feel very good. So I got a quick story about Blake. Real fast, right off the back. Story time. We were in the car yesterday oh. and um I started playing Pop Star, the edited version, in Greece by DJ Khaled. <laughs> Another one. By the way, number one and number two on the charts right now. Shout out to DJ Khaled and Drake. But anyway, I told Blake that when we drive in the car, we're going to cut on the music and catch a vibe. Now, what did Blake say this morning, Indy, when he woke up? Catch a vibe in the car. So now my guy wants to catch a vibe in the car. It's his saying now. <laughs> so when he walks past the car, he says, catch a vibe in the car. I love it. But My guy's like, vibing. We just not finna just hop in the car. And catch a vibe. So catch a vibe. Hey, listen. So sometimes, listen to a song. <laughs> sometimes the vibes are a lot better when you get them in the car. Now listen. Stop the presses. Let me thank each and every person for listening to the podcast. And I want to thank each and every person for sharing the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, liking and reviewing the podcast. I never do this, by the way, but I'm, I'm, I'm about to. Okay. I went to look at the reviews of the podcast podcast just to see i do do this i'm not even gonna lie see what people are saying <laughs> to make sure that we're still on point and we are but if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis man go leave us a five-star review or just text me if you have my number or email us if you want me to talk about something else you know let us know but rate and review and share the podcast the more you do that the more people will find that so do that but I always have to let gratitude be our attitude, and thank you for listening. So it means a lot. If you didn't listen to last week, check it out. We had the newlywed, newly engaged, I keep saying newlywed, <laughs> newly engaged family on the podcast talking about how it, how they went from dating to boyfriend and girlfriend to breaking up you know we all do it to now being engaged and getting ready to get married so check it out if you want to if you need to if you haven't to but 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 i forgot my drum roll button so i'm gonna do this at this moment i would like to take a pause for the cause and congratulate india marie for dropping the bomb <laughs> You want to talk about it? You want me to tell tell them about it because you're sitting uh, there on your phone. Well, I guess I need I need uh, uh, I need I more need... than I need you to be right here with me. Oh, hey, 
Hush. Come on now. Hush. So I hope you see by now, but she did that. She did that. She did that company. Um, it's a company that I started to do events um, for black women-owned businesses. It's a vendor event where I'm able to curate the businesses um, for you guys to come out and shop from. Come on now. The first event is Curation. I like that September word. September 13th. September. 2020 for 1 to 6 p.m. With a COVID caveat. At the Wedge Building here in Nashville. Um, so if you're not in Nashville, you know, driving your car to get here. Don't get on a plane. I don't want you bringing COVID in the event. Um, but go ahead. <laughs> driving your car and pull up on us. She and I to she did that. I love it. I think I must be crazy to do something like this in the middle of a pandemic. But... It's meant to happen. I I truly believe it. So, go to www.shedidthat.com. Shedidthat.com. Um, ticket information is on there. There is a form on there for you to volunteer. Um, if you sign up to be a volunteer, you also get a free ticket for somebody else. Um... Now we're not taking too many volunteers. Say, Don't go once, crazy. Once the, once the number, I'm only taking like a small number of volunteers. Don't go crazy. So once I have my number, then that's just that. Um, media coverage, email me if that's your lane. Um, but there's also a form on there for media coverage as well. Um, if you want to sponsor something for the event, come on now on the website as well. So literally everything that you can think of, all the information is in there over the next couple of weeks i'll be rolling out what or which vendors will be at the event so i am very excited about it i'm proud of you i'm beyond proud i've been saying that um this is what we've been talking about this is what we've been hinting at this is what we've been alluding to for the last about three four weeks now um man this has been India's baby and I am just happy that I was able to um be a part of it like I'm a part of Blake too so I'm a part of your another baby you know I'm just giving you babies all over the world skeet skeet skeet, skeet. <laughs> you are disgusting Putting it in you. you see what I'm saying so congratulations India she did that but it's not all but we'll talk about that in a second say, we'll talk about that I want to hold it I'm gonna hold it it's something else I'm, I'm about to say in a second about this whole India endeavor. So, listen, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it because I got to hit the button for us to get into it. Because okay. you, you, you're, I can tell you're anxious. Genuine. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. <laughs> got something, too. Where are my manners? Before I get too silly, man, I have to say a big, like, rest in power. Like, we lost. Two civil rights movement heroes, not even civil rights, like uh, just world heroes in one day. Yeah. John Lewis and C.T. Vivian. I had to shout that out because I know a lot of you all may not know about these two individuals. A lot of you guys may need to do a little bit more research about them. But hey, um, I hate that 
these two great men had to pass um but they lived a full life you know what i mean so their work will continue to um grace the earth and will continue to open a lot of doors for people like us and our kids and their grandkids and everything else so. like, i can't wait for blake to get in school for him to have his first black history project it's gonna be lit <laughs> it's gonna be lit beloved super black I'm going to have the whole boy. We're going to come in there and march and everything. Anyway, now I got to make a joke. I got to say this, man. Uh, I'm not going to make too much fun of this because she is taking it serious, and I think it needs to be taken serious. But Meg Thee Stallion got shot in the foot by Tory Lanez, and I just want to say that, man, I did not know Tory Lanez was 5'3". I know on a previous podcast, I said that short men matter. Matter of fact, on a singles episode, I was telling y'all that short men matter because I'm 5'8 and a half. And I was like, man, like y'all talking about y'all want dudes at six feet, six one, six two. I'm over here 5'8 feeling short. Now imagine, I was like, man, short men matter. Y'all need to stop that. And it's all right. When I thought, because you know, the the police report came out and, or it was just his mugshot. Right. And it had his information on there and it said he was 5'3". And I was like, no way. Yeah, I thought it was altered. I thought it was altered. Perform in public. But you were, we we have. He was up on a stage. And we were down below. I forgot we went to a Tory Lanez concert. So he didn't look that short. But then, like, shortly afterwards, I saw a meme being passed around. And it was like, never forget Blake. Or I said Blake. I'm saying Blake. Because Blake won't go to sleep right now. But the meme was basically like, never forget that Tory Lanez was the same height Standing up as he was sitting down. It said something like that. You so, mean on sway in the morning? I yes, saw that. Yeah, I saw yes. that. So he was he was doing something. He was sitting down, and then he got like super height, and he stood up, and he was literally the same height that he was as when he was <laughs> sitting down. It's funny you mentioned that too because I remember going back now in my mind when we went to that concert, how easy it was for Tory Lane to stage dive, and how easy. People were picking him up, holding him on the rafters, rafters, I'm sorry, while he was performing his songs. It, they, he, I'm talking about people lifting him up with one hand like a, what's people call the, the top of the cheerleading pyramid? What is that person called? This person. The, the spiker? Yeah, what is that called? Used to cheer, right? Oh, I called her idiot talking about she used to cheer. You ain't used to cheer. You said a spiker. She was just a top girl. No, it's called something. And all you cheerleaders know what I'm talking about. The top person at the cheerleading pyramid, on the cheerleading pyramid is called what? Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. I thought she was called a top girl. A flyer, maybe? A flyer. That's what okay. it's called. Yes. Okay. Tory Lanez was getting tossed around like a flyer the last time we went to this concert. So him being 5'3 now doesn't surprise me. All I have to say is, short guys need love too. I'm no. still holding it down for the short little people. Short guys need anger management and there's a lot of little man syndrome going on with that young man. Yeah, well, it is. But we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that when we find out more information because man, I don't want to I don't want to get in that prematurely when we don't know all of the details, but man, I tell you, I will say this. Anytime you're around a girl and it's two women and you pull out a gun, that is some sucker stuff, man. 
There's some sucky. I, I, I'm never finding myself around two beautiful women and I'm going to pull out a pistol unless somebody's trying to attack them. So, like I said, I don't yeah. know the whole story. You know, like so maybe I don't. I can't. I don't know. I don't even want to know what what he was doing to make him, or what the situation was to make him pull out a gun and shoot her in the foot. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, in order, but I hope I, she has a speedy recovery. I do too, and that, that's the most important thing. So, and I didn't even ask you how, how your week was. Beside all of your big announcements and everything, what did you do? How was your week? Beach vibes. We went to the beach. I was, you, you're asking about my weekend. My weekend, week was tough. Week? Yeah. Last week was a bit tough. I, I announced the event, but, you know, yeah, people will literally just try to steal all your little joy, but it's fine. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. This we- weekend, we was, I mean, okay, so we were chilling Saturday. Like, when I say my whole life is this event at this point. Yes, it is. Like, my whole life is this event right now. So. We'll get into that in a second. We got up, did the family thing on Saturday, but also made it productive. (laughs) Because, (laughs) so, like I said, I'm having an event at the Wedge Building. The Wedge Building is an event space that's attached to a coffee shop called The Loading Dock. On the weekends, they have the best donuts. Fire donuts. Like, some amazing donuts and some amazing peach fritters. So <laughs> I needed to go and look at the venue. The boys wanted donuts. So we just made it a family thing. <laughs> and then yes, that's exactly what we did. We have been hanging out at this little man-made beach. Yes, we have. We did that on Sunday. Um, Shout it's out to Anderson Road, Anderson Road Recreation Area. Mm-hmm. And they have a little man-made beach out at Percy Priest Lake. And considering vacations are canceled, well, <laughs> vacations obviously aren't canceled for some, some of y'all people still out here some going. Some are still going out of town. And that's and cool. It. Um, but the Newsom household won't be vacationing this year. So, <laughs> so the the little lake beach will just have to do for this year. And we've been out. It's a good time. We kicked it. Shout out to, like I said, Love and Bone. Check them out on YouTube. But we went to hang out with them and their girl, their girls. I'm sorry, and we had a, an amazing time, like a little a double family date thing. And yeah. we we will probably do it again. Sunday Funday. <laughs> Sunday fun day. But let me get to what I came, what we came to discuss today. So Indy just mentioned like this event has consumed her entire life i'm talking about has engulfed her sucked her up now with that being said we got a call from one of the homegirls this weekend not we india got a call from one of the homegirls a sister as i would like to call him and she asked india a great question do you care to put it out there what actually i barely heard the question yeah. and then you hopped on the phone i took the phone yeah you took ready the to phone. go and I was dealing with Blake, so really, I didn't you know had how, the conversation. <laughs> I didn't know how passionate I was about this subject until the homegirl said, how do you and India work together? Like, how do y'all do it without killing each other? How do y'all have businesses together without killing each other? And I said, wow, let me break it down to you because India and I just had this exact conversation. Like- so. What, three weeks ago? So I'll be honest, before we talked on the podcast about three weeks ago, 
we had to have a come to Jesus moment again. I feel like the best times that we have our come to Jesus moments is right before we turn on the microphones. If y'all can hear the stuff we talk about before we get on the podcast, man, that'll probably... Ooh, but anyway, so right before we got on the podcast, we talked about how we need to do a better job of doing business with each other and separating that from our relationship. So India, do you care to elaborate on that? Or would you like me to go right into it? Because I got a lot to say. I mean, well, if you're going into the conversation with the friend, I can't go into much of that. No, I'm but saying so. How do we? I want you to just answer the question. Yeah. Um. How do we well, cohabitate? I, I think we're still working on it because I think that you feel like the business comes first, mm. and all we need to talk about is the business. And I, I can't. I told you even when we had that conversation three weeks three weeks ago, I can't do business with you unless our relationship is fine. You did say that, and I turned around and said the relationship. Doesn't have anything to do with business. I wholeheartedly believe in separating church and state. And that's an analogy. What I mean by that is I believe in separating our marriage, our relationship from our business partnership. I try to do that throughout this entire time. But it's tough because no matter how I try to... um, How I try to say things to India, sometimes those disagreements in business will carry on into our relationship. Well, and that's why I try to separate. I just think a lot of times the relationship part gets neglected. Like probably eighty percent of the time, the relationship part gets neglected. Is because we got to focus on the business because the business brings in the money, Mm -hmm. but. That just kind of leaves me looking at you sideways because it's like, I don't even want to do business with you. Because if you, I don't like you right now. And see, that's where I and, and that's where I step in and say, you don't like people at work. But yet and but still, and this is, what, and this is the conversation to, nope, we had. too. I don't I don't have to lay with people at work. I don't have to live with people at work. I don't have to see them 24 hours a day. Yep. If I go to work. I can get mad at my coworkers, but I leave their asses at work. But do you not realize that you see those coworkers you would more than you would see me? I haven't escaped from my coworkers. And again, I don't have to have sex with my coworkers. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be friends with my coworkers. And a lot of times, I've very rarely, like when I was working, very rarely did you hang out with your coworkers? Did I hang out with a coworker? (laughs) Yeah. Or consider them a friend? Because coworkers will turn on you in a heartbeat. So it was literally just business. A co-working, like, working relationship that nothing more, nothing less. I don't think you should trust people that you work with. All right, now let's come back to the point, though. See, the point I was trying to make is that even though we have a business relationship, it still needs to be separated from our marriage and our relationship. And that's why now... It should be, hold on, it should be separate However, yep. you cannot put more emphasis on the business part than the relationship. You can't focus more on the business than the relationship. And see, that's where we're going to... This part of the conversation is where India and I will continue to agree uh, to disagree. Because in my mind, 
I feel like we don't. I feel like the business sometimes is a lot harder and it takes more effort, which will then seem like we're putting more towards the business than the relationship. But in fact, you're actually putting more effort to make your woman happy or make your significant other happy by making sure her business is straight or y'all's business, whatever, whoever it is. You want to make sure that's straight because if that fails, what's going to happen is that emotion is going to carry into the relationship. No, and because that's we, can that always, we can't bear, we can we can't always deal with. cut ties in a business relationship. Which, with each other? Yes. We can always cut ties in a business relationship with each other in order to make the marriage work. That's how people get in Will and Jada situations. <laughs> now they just have a business relationship and there is no like nah. romantic like marriage. They don't even consider themselves in a marriage. It's just a partnership. I, I don't want a partnership. Right. And I agree. I don't want that either. But So what I'm saying is, though, it just takes a lot more effort, especially right now. These one of them is not, but the majority of things that we're doing right now are startup businesses, right? Yeah. So a startup is going to take a lot more capital and a lot more effort in the interim, in the beginning of it. So it's going to take a lot. Our marriage, quote unquote, what I'm, I'm going to call it a business. Now, our marriage is not a startup at this point. Our marriage is a fledging business. It's moving. It's chugging along. Six years and we're going strong. Now, with the, with these beginning stages of our business, we have to put more effort. So now let's take it a step further. Do you do you agree with that? Because I don't want you just. To I don't necessarily look agree. at me crazy. I, but but because I think that Ooh. regardless of how much business we're doing, we still need to make an effort to date. We still need to make an effort to spend time together. Okay, we're now you're talking. Don't get so burnt out on business that. We too tired for each other and to connect in any other way but business. I'm telling you, that's not the relationship that I'm doing with you. And that's fine with me. But at the end of the day, too, and this is going back in the beginning, we both, like right now, your project is it's a big uplift. It's not a small uplift. You will wake up in the morning from right now and you will continue on until, let's say, 9 o'clock p.m. And then you'll get mad at me and say, you don't want to talk. I'm like, bro, why do I got to talk all of a sudden now at 9 o'clock p.m. when all I want to do is go upstairs and watch a little bit of Ray Dunn? I'm not saying that's what you do all the time. But I'm giving it as an example of how okay. the business, hold on, let me get done, Oh, how the business can get mixed in and entangled with the relationship. But go ahead. So I got if more that's questions the case, then this. at what point do you carve out the time for the relationship? It's, because if we wake go. up, mm -hmm. we both are working at this point. Yeah. Then once you stop working at five o'clock, yeah. you're playing with Blake all afternoon and I'm trying to get dinner ready. Then Blake goes to bed. We clean up the kitchen. It's nine o'clock. So at what point what point are we making time for each other? And that's what I'm saying. So going you're back. You're not saying anything yeah, I'm, I'm right about, now. I'm about to. Can I, <laughs> you be cutting me off like, like you're me and I'm you. <laughs> Just like. I mean, God bless. Ooh, ooh, ah. Roll reversal. No, but what I'm saying is for real, um, at that point, how do, this is all the questions, all questions, you know what I mean? How do we make time for another? We got a lot of stuff cooking. I'm about, I'm about to say the other thing in a minute, but how do we make time for each, and not only that, 
what the, I almost said her name. What the homegirl's questions was question was, how does India put up with me or vice versa without having to go crazy on one another in the business? Because I will say the way men and women operate in business are usually two different ways. How we how we look at things, the outlook, we'll talk about that in a second. But right now, we gotta talk about time management, business and relationship. We have to do a better job of doing that. And that's something like India mentioned, we just don't do right now. We cannot, we cannot adequately manage all of the time for our household, our um businesses, and like the, the little tidbit things that may come up. It's tough to figure out how to manage all of this stuff. But I feel like what we do, and, and I'm guilty of this, what I do emphasize most on probably right now would be the business and Blake. Like, and it's something I'm it's something that I'm realizing too. If we don't have good time management skills, something is gonna suffer. I say that all the time. Like something will suffer. If you don't manage your time correctly, and that may be what what's happening. But going back to the dates, you said you still want to go on dates. And that's, all right. So full transparency, India has been bothering me about going on dates, going on dates, going on dates. And I told India, find a babysitter. We have to find somebody. We have one shot, Titi Tasha, but we gotta make sure that we can get the babysitter lined up. We just can't go on dates like we used to do. So Mayor, you have put in zero effort. If you say, hey, Andy, I planned a day for this time. Can you find a sitter? That's normally how it works. Not, I find the sitter first and then there's nothing planned and we have nowhere to go. But see, listen, everything doesn't have to be by the book. All you got to do is tell me, hey, I got, baby, I got somebody to watch Blake from the hours of boom to boom. Let's do a date night. And just, I got it from there. Yay, damn. Like, I got it. At you, that but point, you don't. <laughs> you have, don't. I don't so, even understand so let me, let me, why let me that put it has back to on be you, the order. Like That doesn't have to be the order. But what's wrong with that being the order? You get so caught up in, hey, this is how I think it should be. So this is how I want it to be. I'm not versus, going to get a babysitter and you don't have a plan. What am I asking the babysitter for? I have to tell. Because if, if I go find a, a sitter, they're going to be like, oh, what time do you need me to watch him? I don't know because we don't have anything planned. But if you sometimes just go out there and just do it and say, hey, I got the sitter from this time to this time. I can find something to do around those hours. You got like, it's hard. I just think you've gotten lazy when it comes that's to dating. Not, th that's not even the case. It's not even. And once again, I'm about <laughs> to double back down. That's not even the case. But at the same time, when we have all this other stuff going on. When stuff is going, all these other businesses going on and things are going out. We also have to realize that too and put that back into play and factor that this. in. What I'm doing right now isn't going to slow down anytime soon. I understand that. And that's why I said it's nothing wrong. And I'm not telling you to do this, but it's nothing wrong. That You can't put all the onus on me. I accept that I probably need to do a better job of just planning the dates and just doing... Planning the dates, I... Okay. I wish I could do a better job at that. But also... I when you hold let me back up and you're talking about outside dates as well, not inside dates. You want to go? India is on her head to go on the outside date. Let me get done. 
Let me get done. Let me get done. There are places that we can go to where you shouldn't be that terrified of catching COVID. I'm not. That's what I'm trying to get done with my statement. Okay. And this is how we talk. Like, y'all think that I cut (laughs) India off, like, on the podcast? No. When we talk and we have a real discussion like this, India cuts me off the entire time. I don't think I've been cutting you off that much during this conversation. Just did it again. I'm no, just trying I to get didn't. my thought out. I told you I'm ready to pod tonight. Not. Today, I'm ready to pod. I did not. What I'm trying to say is, I know I can do a better job of planning the dates, but I also need effort and help around other things as well. You are the key to the cities. So you can go out there and say, hey, I got a city. I got something lined up. So go ahead and get something ready. It's still going to be a surprise. The only thing you know, let me get done. Your mouth is wide open, ready to I talk. I don't understand your logic. You listen <laughs> with the intent to react. You don't listen with the intent to comprehend, do you? I'm trying to let you finish your statement. But I'll answer my question right then. No, now, come on, I'm now. trying to let you finish you your yeah, statement. You, you, you don't listen to the... You, you don't want to comprehend. You want to react. You, you don't like want to tell your story. You just want to complain about what you think I'm doing. I'm not complaining. Just I'm just saying I can do better. I'm <laughs> just saying. No, you, you said that and this then you said that you all were not place. done. So I'm trying to let you finish with your thought. All I'm saying is I can acknowledge that I can do a little bit better on planning outside date nights. God forbid. I don't want to be outside, but I guess I got to catch COVID for coochie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga want a little coochie, got to catch a little COVID every now and again, huh? <laughs> I mean, shit. Um, this what it got to be. This what it got to be. You know, I'm healthy. I can get rid of it. And God, I know I'm making a joke. So if y'all really out there with COVID, God bless you. Um, and God bless the ones who've lost somebody as well. But all I'm trying to say is, oh, you are annoying. If you <laughs> if you tell me when we could get the sitter, I can know when to plan the date. If I tell you, hey, I got the date planned for Saturday night between the hours of seven o'clock and nine p.m. Then get the sitter. Can I ask Vice versa, flip that on his head. If you say, hey, I got a sitter Saturday night, 7 and 9, bam, I got to go out there and plan the date. So I can do all of that with help. And both of us, it's, it's listen, we're in this shit together. We both can do it. So I need you to shit. Come on now. I'm just confused. So say, Ooh. for instance, we had just. I'm today. Say, for instance, we had just started dating. Okay. And I had a baby. Okay. Would you reach out to me? Hold on, hold on. My baby or somebody else's Or would else's you baby? expect me? Somebody else's baby. Like, we're just dating. Okay. I got a baby. Would you expect me to reach out to you and say, hey, I have a sitter in Ooh. case you want to take me out on a date? Who would do that? I would then Nobody. Be, you can't compare apples to oranges. Oh, my gosh. I would Nobody be a would lot more compassionate at that point. Oh and I would be God. a lot more empathetic to what's going on in your life. Because probably you messed around with a deadbeat dude, laid down with you. Not you, necessarily. Now you see a stand-up guy like me coming into your life. And all I want to do is bring you joy, happiness, and a stress-free lifestyle. So I would probably tell you, hey, listen, baby, let me know when your schedule is... Um, let me know when you can 
get a sitter. What days work best for you? And I'll plan dates around the days that work best for you if you were a single mom. See, that's your problem. You ain't trying to woo me no more. That's you what I was trying to, to do. You, ain't, you see how you just switched on your sexy voice? You see what I did? I don't get the sexy oh. voice no more. You get right Yeah, because X, you get you, that you, you used, you're used to me. So you, you don't, you don't care. Voice. But right, I'm going to talk sexy now. Date, go. date me like you did 10 years ago. Well, India, if you do some of the same stuff you did 10 years ago, then hey, I mean, we both will be happy. You know what I mean? Come on now. It's in always regard, me. In relation to what? <laughs> me. I'm not going to put you out there. I'm not gonna, I, I knew you didn't clean up your room when I was dating you, so there ain't nothing new. I still married you. Dirty room, and I knew you didn't clean up that dirty ass apartment, but it's still it's all good. First of all, my apartment was always clean when you, you were came never over. There. You were never there, first of all. Okay, so what are you talking about? You didn't know I was messy until we moved in together. Nah, I, I had a good feeling. Kayla told me. And Simone. Kayla, Kayla they had Simone. no idea what my room looked like because I would lock my door and be gone for weeks at a time. But let's get back to the main topic of what we're talking about today. Not your dirty ass room, all right? What we're talking about right now is how we coexist in business. So beside the dates and the business. Now, India, a big thing that came up is, do you feel like I mansplain you in business? Oh my gosh, yes. And I we just had this same argument we did. like a couple maybe 2 days ago. It's like something will come up and then you start mansplaining. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Fool, stop." Yeah, you did. You did. And you know what, fellas out there, this is not even my relationship, but I will say this too. Like, um, it's in our nature almost to feel like that we know more than we think we do. Like, even if we don't know a lot about the subject, we will still try to almost impress our ladies by making it seem like we know. But that may come off sometimes as mansplaining or Thinking or being a know-it-all, thinking just we just our word is supreme, and we can't go out there like that. It doesn't come off as mansplaining; it is mansplaining. Whatever it's like the case you is. just go on a tangent, and we're just sitting there looking like, why the fuck did I even tell you anything? So something I was like, telling the home girl too. I was telling her that the majority of the time in business, I feel like the men we have a natural competitive nature in everything right so in business i want to be the best podcast i want to be the best event i want to be the best boutique and all of these other ventures that we have we want to be the best so sometimes talking to our business partner comes off as like hey i know because this is how it is i gave the analogy um the other day i told the homie i said hey listen if me and let's say Bob were playing basketball and we're in business together. He would tell me, hey, bro, you got to go hard on the court. Like, listen, you, we out there losing because you're not giving your full effort. And that's how he would talk to me. And I'd be like, man, you know what? You're right. I need to step it up. Now, take that same type of attitude to business with your lady. And I say, India, you need to do better in business because this you need to do better with X, Y, Z in this business because, hey, this is how I see it. And if you don't pull your weight, then we ain't going to be able to win the game. And you're going to look at me like, just like you're looking at me now. Like, nigga, you don't shut up talking to me. <laughs> but I feel like had a dude, if a dude were to tell a guy that, two dudes, it would just be like, all right, bro, you know what? You're right. Maybe I do need to step up. Because you and can't this is talk what I to your woman like she's Bingo. a homie. And this is what I was about to say. Not even a homie. I think it's... Males and females, we hear things in different ways. And I do feel like that a guy should be more delicate 
and more understanding and even more compassionate with their approach in business when it comes to talking to their significant other. It's something that I have learned and I am learning now. Also, another thing that I'm learning now in doing business with India is sometimes I just got to shut the hell up and listen and not insert my opinion everywhere I see a blank space because I had a bad habit of doing it. When India and I sat down a few weeks ago and talked about it, I understood exactly where she was coming from. And some of that came from me doing things already in the, in the past. Like I've done a few things that she's doing right now in the past. And it's like, hey, Indy, when I was doing it, I did it this way. And she don't necessarily want to hear that. Like she, your way was good for you, but my way might not be best for India. So well, instead of me putting out that energy um, and telling her what I think is best, maybe I need to shut up and listen. So just to give you an example. So a lot of things that, okay. So I don't know if we've actually talked about this, but uh, Bear used to do a sneaker convention. We talked about it. Okay, soul searching. Um, we did two events in Nashville, one in Memphis, one in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Barrett was the primary organizer of that event, uh-huh. and he worked let's stop, with. Let's stop. Barrett was the creator. Of creator, that event. yeah. There you, you created you, okay, you, you created the event, and you had, you had a couple of close friends help you right on with the event. So. All of the ideas were yours, but I think that the nature of the event was just more relaxed because it was primarily for men. Okay. My event, it's the same type of event. For all intents and purposes, yeah, it is. It's primarily for women. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that I was saying that I needed to get done for the event, you were just kind of shrugging it off like, that's not really necessary. You know, I didn't do this with my event. You know, that that type of vibe. But women are more detail-oriented. And because I'm a woman, I know the types of questions that women will probably be asking in regards to the event. And so when you were just kind of shrugging it off, that's when I was like, mm, I kind of know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Because I know women. And I know that women aren't just going to like shrug it off and be like, I don't care. It's a different, it's a different group, completely different demographic. Most definitely. Like with your event, it was just guys. Probably my event, the target sneakers. audience, the demographic was probably males between the ages. It was probably, I'm gonna say about 85% male. Ranging from the ages of damn near 16 to about, this is a wide age range, to 16, probably to about 30, 30. Yeah. Yeah. And so women want to know every single detail up front. They want to lay it out, plain. They want to be able to know exactly what they're, they're getting themselves into. You're right. Whereas men just like... Oh, sneaker event, cool. I'm I'm down. Mm-hmm. They don't really know the details. They don't gotta know the details. Where, where do I sign up? Yeah, most definitely. And that's it. No, you're right about that. So, and I had to kind of come to Jesus. Had to come to Jesus moment with all of that too, because I knew that when we sat down and talked about it, she was telling me all this stuff, and that's something that we have to be. We have to be self aware. You can't just. You can't think your word is gold when you're going in business with somebody. You have to be self-aware that guess what? She may know more than you know. 
So it's time to sit back and listen. And there's something that I don't think guys naturally know how to do well. They don't know how to fall back and let their woman lead them and then step in when it's time to do their part or, or carry their weight in whatever it is. I keep going back to this Chris Rock comedy special, the tambourine joint. Chris Rock said this. He said, one person may be able to pick up a couch, but two people can for sure pick up a couch and move it a lot faster than one person can. He also said, sometimes you got to know when to sing lead and when to play the damn tram- tambourine. And it's something that you and I have been navigating with right now and figuring out. But it's, I was going to say, as far as like the industry goes, I think that we really do make a good team as far as, you know, so you have your experience of doing the sneaker conventions and you know just planning in general because you know once you finish with the sneaker conventions you went on to throw parties and you know different different realm a little bit but you still have that experience in planning well after you stopped doing all of that I went on to work in a formal job Doing the same things. Right. And so it was just a different perspective on event planning and project management in general. Right. So it's like you knew what you came up with. Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I'm creating for myself. And you're just doing it. Doing it. And then I came in and now I, I've learned processes and procedures. Because I worked in a job that, you know, had them. And so now I know how yeah, to imply like said, some of that stuff. formal setting. You know, to what I'm doing now. So, you know, the experience between the two of us is great for what I'm doing. And then my profession, what I do, but you don't got to say that out loud. But what I, what I do for a living every day, too, just elevates the entire thing as well. So we have all these resources, right? So with that being said, then, another tidbit that I've learned throughout the situation. I told Indy that I was going to start saying this. When it's a business conversation... And it's like a real legitimate, like, hey, this I could see this going bad or I can see us disagreeing about this topic. I told her that I'm going to start telling her at this point, I'm acting as a business partner or almost a consultant and not as a husband because I don't want to blur the lines to where I'm talking about business and all of a sudden she get mad and say, it's why your drawers stink at night. And I'm like, hold on, cuz. Hold on, cuz. I thought we were talking about business. She's like, I hate you because you got long toenails and you scratch the sheets. And I'm like, bro, what does that have to do with getting more vendors to the event? And that's what I don't want to happen. That's what I fear that may happen. And also, Emotions, like things will spill over. Like I said, we could talk about something in business and we will have a disagreement that may need to be tabled until the next day. But because we were emotionally invested in our point in business, then that is also going to carry. I can see you right now. I say, India, uh, I don't like the way that balloon wall looks right there. And you're like, well, I do. I think you need to go there. And I'm like, but India, uh, let me tell you why. You're like, well, I don't care what you say. I think you need to go there. And then you're like, well, let's poll it. Let's pause it and talk about it later. All of a sudden, you get to making dinner. And I look behind my back and you're spitting in my food because something that happened earlier in the day. (laughs) I can see that happening with you. So we have to separate the two. And while it sounds easy, 
it is constantly difficult to do. And we have continued to butt heads throughout this. But one thing, <laughs> I guess one thing we have learned is that the end goal is the same no matter how we get there. We all want the exact same end goal. And that's for one, whatever business that you're doing to be successful. And then two, that your partner within that business will also have ultimate success as well and they will come out happy. That's what we want to do. We just want to do good business at the end of the day. I say this all the time. I say this to Gary, Philip, shit, whoever, whoever I'm doing business with, I just want to do good business and, and do honest business with people that I trust. Yeah. And if I feel like I can't trust you, then I feel like that we can't do business together. So I just want to do good, honest business with people I trust. And with you, I have the ultimate trust for you. So it's going to come a time where we are going to continue to clash. But the thing that we have to realize is we have one goal in mind, and that's for the business to be a success. You just sitting over there. I know you got something else to say. I know you're not finna just let that ride like that. I mean, I don't. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. But I mean, for the most, I, I agree with most of it. Um. But one last thing on the topic. I think that it's important to be a good listener um, when you're doing business with your with Indeed. your partner. Because I'm thinking back to, and I will hope you, that you would do the same thing for me, right? Okay. It's because when you were doing the sneaker convention, you had to put together a team. Okay. Oh my goodness. You had to put together a team. And then Worst mistake of my life. There was one person on that team that second worst mistake of my life now one surpassed that one. Right. <laughs> right. And so there was a person on that team where everything started out fine, but then as it got closer to the event, I started noticing things. Yeah. And then I brought them up. But it was kind of like, you know. Mm. I know it all. It was, yeah, again, it was a like, know it all. And then it was kind of like dismissed. And then, you know, turns out turns out I ended up being. 100% correct. 100% correct about this person. Not even a little bit correct. 100% correct. But I think that I was able to see it because it was an outside looking in type of situation. Right like, on. I was there for all the, the planning and I was, you know, I was helping you where needed yeah but it was more of an outside looking in type of situation i could just see things that you couldn't see so i would hope that in this situation that you're able to be the same for me like and as i put point. together my team and like if it's something where you like mm, i don't know about that person mm, i don't know if you should trust her like that type but of i situation. told you today about the person and let me tell you what but you, you, I understand what you did. But I told you today about a person that you asked me about, and I told you how much that I like the person's work ethic, and I think that she's a good person to work with, and you should work with her. So she never did anything. I feel like every time she shows up, she knocks it out of the park. And you still have to get a third opinion. <laughs> did you not? I heard you getting it on the phone, even though I, I said, and the, and the crazy because part about I, I the third that. opinion is the third opinion echoed my sentiments because sometimes i okay so you're a very nice person 
Okay. Thank, not thank to be, you. Not, not to be confused with like a pushover or anything. Right. But you see the good in everybody. Thank you, Indy. Whereas I recognize the bad <laughs> very quickly in people. It doesn't take me very long. For, it's like if I'm around somebody, it doesn't take me very long to pick up on whether or not they're, if they're a shitty person Like or a not. drug dog. <laughs> oh, I smell uh, weed. Give it here. So I just didn't know if it was like a case where, you know, it's like maybe something had happened and you had just overlooked it. Okay. You 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 see what I'm saying? Like, like last nah, time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, so that that's that's all that was. I'm making sure I just noticed that today. I was like, okay, I see the vibes. Don't trust old me love. Okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, so oh, another thing you said too. I feel like it's a good contrast with something Indy said right there. India can get in the weeds on something and she can get real high strung I would say intense about some things whereas my personality is more like hey I'm I'm we laid back cool and we're going to figure it out and everything is going to work itself out but we have to have proper planning and proper time to fix it India on the other hand is going to get kind of intense and be ready to pounce on it and like oh like oh, i can't believe it's that so i feel like it's a good balance between our personalities right there too well yeah because i couldn't work with somebody that was as high strong as i i, I didn't want to say that but yeah that's what i was trying <laughs> to get to thank you for admitting you and are I, high I, strong well and it's crazy because like when i worked at my um at my last job I was more of the chill person, and my ju- and my yeah. boss was very high strong. Yes, but my boss was the lead project manager on is. the project. There it is. So now it makes sense. So now because like this is this is what I've created and this is mine. Now I understand like it's yes. This is why I'm so high, high strong because it's it's mine and I put so much work into it and so. Yes, I do want to fix it. And so it is hard to be calm in the situation when mm-hmm. it's yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that 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 is another reason why balance is important. You got to have that balance, within man. Your, Ooh, like within that. your team. Balancing business and marriage. How we do it. Name of the podcast. Now, with that being said, balancing, balance, balance. I can say it. I can't say it. Balancing? Balancing. I, my turn. <laughs> I got a fat tongue. The tongue of Tanzania comes in handy Mary. in other places. You know what I mean? Now, listen <laughs> up. India is about to embark upon a new business venture that's going to tie directly in to She Did That Company's event. And it is. Oh, are we doing this right now? I thought we were. <laughs> are we doing this right now? Yes. Yeah. Damn right we are. Okay, well, um, I'm actually going to save the name, but I am doing a podcast. Um, I'll be starting <laughs> a new podcast. Um, the first episode will drop next Thursday. I hope next Thursday. Um, Don't just put that out there like that. Next Thursday. Be hopeful. But I am going to save the name. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for that. It's going to be really dope. And Who's it, it produced is by? going to tie directly into the event. And it is produced by... Be love from the She and I podcast, produced by yours truly. And check it out. This is my third now, third podcast producing. Well, actually, my fourth. Um, 
and I'm working on two more. So it'll be the sixth podcast that I produce, and I love it. So be ready to hear. I almost said the name. Be ready to hear the new podcast. But India's podcast is not going to be a continual podcast like the She and I podcast. So Mm-mm. I'm not going to make y'all do double duty and listen to both. If you listen to this one, you can still listen to India's too. And it's going to be a short form podcast, which will be quick, 20, 30 minute episodes, maybe sometimes shorter than that. But it's going to be a 10 eight to ten season series and then we'll come back right before she does the next event and then she'll come back and do it again so this is going to be her podcast leading up to she did that Coles event and conference so this is how she's rolling it out i'm proud of her and uh yeah i'm happy to be on your production team india <laughs> thank you <laughs> i would like to see india do a podcast without me it's going to be the funniest thing ever. All right, so let's get to my favorite segment of the podcast. Here we go. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Another one. Um, Now listen, real fast. I'm going to tie this whole episode together with my relationship and my relationship really goes out to everybody and it's really not a relationship but it's a tip in life in general in business in whatever you're doing i'm speaking directly to business because i've seen it happen here within the last week Uh, i'm gonna get in trouble for this one um yeah when we're doing something incredible Everybody in the world can congratulate us and tell us what an amazing job that we're doing. But then we let the one person who either says something negative or the one person who doesn't say anything at all affect our mood. And I think we should put an end to that right now. Hell, we're all guilty of it, even myself. I remember when Blake was born. Everybody in the world wished us congratulations, but there was one person that may have not wished us a congrats that really pissed me off. I'll even do you one better. Even when my dad passed, um, it could be everybody in the world telling me that I'm sorry, but it could have been that one person that told me that um, told me that they weren't sorry. It really pissed me off. Why do we focus so much energy? On that one person. I feel like we should take a page from one of my role models growing up out of his book, and we should say this Alan Iverson. We should say, hey, listen, it's gonna be a million people that love us, maybe a billion people that hate us, but let's focus on the ones that care and keep kicking. We can't worry about the negativity, we can't worry about the outside noise. We have to keep our eyes on the prize and on the target and get what's destined for us. All the other stuff is secondary because as soon as you take your mind and your focus off what you're doing, that's when you start putting bad vibes and getting out bad energy and not putting your full effort into what you need to be putting it into. So I would say to India, and I would say to anybody else that needs to hear it, Don't worry about the people who don't give a damn. 
Put that in your catalog and remember it because they're going to come around as soon as whatever you're doing blows up and pop. That person is going to come around and you remember, you don't got to be mean. You got to be petty to them. But just remember when you on your way up, they didn't want to kick it with you. But as soon as you got up, boy, you want to be all in the club, popping bottles, smoking that COVID hookah. And now you're like, uh-uh. Stay over there with that breath, man. I'm over here on my own island doing my own thing. So let's focus on the people that love us and the people that care and the people that have been rooting for us for day one. And if you feel a bad vibe from that person, get them out of your circle, man, because they're not going to do anything but bring you down. And not only are they going to affect you and your business venture, but they're also going to affect your relationship because your energy is going to be off. And that is B-Love's relationship. Give it up. I agree. Well, one thing you said, you said, um, even though they don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. They do give a damn. Well, they want you to fail. They want they, to see you fall on do, your they, face. They, they do care. And, and that's why they're not congratulating you. Yeah. It's like they're 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 bothered by your success, and that's when you hear crickets. Yeah, well, guess what? Well, crickets sound good at night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go out at nighttime, hear the crickets. I feel like crickets do not sound good at night. Hey, man, yes, they do. Sit on the back that's porch. Quite annoying. <laughs> sit on the back porch with an old cigar. Shit, yeah, I know you gonna sit on that black and mild no tip. Oh, on that one, get on that old hand. I know how you gonna let the fun begin. Oh, shut up. Let's go ahead and do it, India. Here we go. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Whoa. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it. Okay. So, I was tagged in this. Tagger. And bear with me because it is pretty long. Um, oh, my God. But it is interesting. Did you read it beforehand to yeah. practice? All right, cool. I, read it. I know you. But it's long, so you, you know. You get up here stumbling and stammering all over. <laughs> Anyways. Let's go. So a guy posted uh, what looks like Facebook on Facebook. It says, God doesn't make mistakes. Unfortunately, people do. This mm-hmm. is not the ideal situation, nor am I the perfect man, husband, or father, but we learn from our mistakes. I'm grateful for God's mercy and to have an incredibly strong and forgiving wife by my side, Mm-mm. and I appreciate the woman she is. This is my beautiful daughter, Bria Nicole. Only God can judge me. My princess, Azalea Rose, will be here in three months. And then he tagged his wife. So he currently has a new baby. His wife is pregnant and will do in three will be due in three months. Right? Okay, I'm listening. I'm with the wife responded. Okay. Okay, okay. Woo child, LOL. This is far from funny, but you gotta laugh. I've been messaged over and over again about my husband's baby. Is this the ideal situation? No. But again, God makes no mistakes to why she is here. It doesn't excuse the action, but this is the is not the first time in the world this has occurred. Some of y'all are the other woman's baby that broke y'all's families up. However, someone shared it on Baller Alert, and boy, did they stretch it 15 years, though. And first, baby, LOL, like I said. Mm. 
People have the right to their opinion, and I see no wrong in it. This isn't the ideal situation. Absolutely not. Did he want to post the baby? Honestly, no. But I encouraged him. Why? Because the action is shameful, but the baby is nothing to be ashamed about. The cat was out the bag. So when things like this... Literally. When things like this is out, you have to stand tall in the face of humiliation. Also, I suggested we take pictures considering it was the first time we met the baby. As hard as it is to swallow for our family, she's family, and I honestly can care less of what someone thinks or have to say. But again, everyone is entitled to their own opinions. People may say... They can never or will never because that's the ideal feeling. But baby, when life presents you with the most unpredictable situations, only God has a plan of preparation and strength. And that's where my strength and guidance has come from. Jarmil is not proud of his actions, but as his wife, I will help him get through this and not be ashamed of her because of what people think. That lady is an angel. So don't feel the need to add your two cents. I'm so unbothered. It's crazy. Feel free to screenshot my response. Love, Mrs. Walker. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to shop. I guess it's like a... (laughs) I'm talking about queen. She's a queen. Some business she has. Um... And the original post, the guy who who I read first, the pictures with the post is of him, the baby, and the pregnant wife. Jesus. And they all took pictures together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pass on this situation because not only did you cheat on me and have a side baby, but you cheated on me while I was pregnant. Mm. Like, the new baby is three months away from being my baby's twin. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's a situation you don't know what you'll do until you'll be in it. But I like to firmly believe that it's a no for me. It's a hard no, huh? A hard no, bro. I already for me. know the vibes. If I come back home <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I got another baby on the way, nigga, the same age as Blake. Well, get the divorce papers ready. Go ahead and get the custody <laughs> drawn up. Who gonna get what custody of old Blake? Because it's about to be a long day for your boy. You cheated on your pregnant wife? You a dirtbag. <sighs> and got another girl pregnant. And got though. another girl pregnant. But you said they were three months apart, right? About three months apart? Yes. So let me so he, he had even, already cheated on her. Yeah, he had he, already cheated yeah. on her. So he didn't cheat on his pregnant wife. He cheated on his so wife. Now, yeah, he cheated on his <laughs> wife. And now I'm looking at the wife crazy because then after he got... I wonder when he found out that he had gotten the other girl pregnant. That's a good question. Because you ain't finna be... You ain't finna shoot shoot this club up and you got a whole nother baby on the way. First of all, he did not try to get his side girl pregnant. Of course he didn't try to get his side girl pregnant. But you still not finna come shoot my club up. They need at least a year apart. Some shit. I need more time than that. <laughs> man, listen. You better than me, coach. Because I'm telling you, man. I'll end it be out. I wouldn't have no wife. I'd be out here with two babies, no wife. Like, how crazy is that? It's so hard to have a new baby, right? But do you respect it, though? I mean, do you do respect... Do I respect his wife? I mean, you have to, right? I mean, listen, she stuck it out. She's not she for me to vows. respect. She's not, but she said, listen, for better or for worse, and I guess what they say, this is the worst, and she is sticking it out, sticking it out right by her cheating husband's side. Can't do numbers. Give it up for it. That's all you can do. It ain't your business. It's not my business. What's Tabitha Brown say? 
And it's your business. Yeah, and that's not saying. my business. Yes, that's man. That's not my business. So, God bless her. Listen, man, I, that, that lady needs a Nobel Peace Prize because she seems peaceful. Because I, I just think it's so many layers. Confident. It's just so many layers to it. Like, they had a threesome. I'm going to put it girl, out there. I know the vibes. They were having sex with that girl. The girl, so the the new baby, the, the side baby. Yeah, that was a girlfriend. <laughs> Barrett, shut up. Trust me. Shut up. The new, the, okay, so the side baby. Okay. I'm just sitting here thinking about the mom. Okay. It's already so much to be a new mom emotionally. It's like, is he ex- like, is he expected to be there for the mom and to be there for the pregnant wife? Like, what does that even look like at that point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to take care of this baby. He got a lot of so money. So the wife, <laughs> you finna be raising two infants at the same time. They going well, guess what? They're gonna have a play date. You know how you know how me, me and you be looking for Blake to have a play date. You want me to go outside and get another girl pregnant real fast? <laughs> Blake have all the play dates. If you want to start your life over, then yeah. See go what ahead. I'm saying? I already know the vibes. And why you got a part down the middle of your head? Like you, you got the you got a part right down the middle of your head right now. I know how my head looks. I see you looking I'm at my head. Say, why won't you comb your hair or get a haircut? Same reason why you got a part down the middle of your head. And My it's hair such, has a, been like this for three days. What are you talking about? I can tell you. That's another thing about balance, balancing business and marriage. We got to find time to upkeep ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You like, can't get comfortable. I don't understand. Like, I and you like walk you around like the house the with a robe on. Because it's cold in here. <laughs> That's why. I got on real clothes up under here, but you, it's cold in here. But you're sexy underneath that robe. I know the vibes. I know how you look, girl. Your naked body. Looking like a lemon trying to drop. Figure out what you trying to do? Shit. What's what's wrong? Don't talk about your hair. I, Go I get a haircut. Well, I'm, I don't know when the last time you had a haircut. I'm scared of Rona. I'm okay. Not, I'm not scared, but you know, I would just, I would rather be, um, I would rather take all the precautions necessary. You know what I mean? Okay, well, do you. That's all I'm trying to do. And so, leave me alone, because I'm going to do me. India, tell the people where they can find you, how to get tickets to She Did That, how to become a vendor to She Did That. Tell them all the stuff you got going on, Queen. I mean, at this point, I really don't want to give y'all another page to follow, especially if you already following my page. That's and a lot, man. Page, yeah, I be hating that. You know what I'm saying? the podcast page. I, I, listen, I, can I say this? <laughs> I will say this. Let me say this real quick. The new podcast will not have its own separate no, page. No, it won't. It will probably, it will not even probably, it will be on She Did That Co. Instagram page. So you can go find it there. It will not have its own separate page. So you just follow one. But yeah, find me on um, India.Marie on Instagram. <laughs> Shopping Bootsie. And another one. Uh, she did that company. Uh, really, you don't, don't, don't find me on She Did That Company. Um, find other things. Find other great things. Um, Matter of fact, find other weeks, great entrepreneurs. I was going to say, over the next couple of weeks, I'll be like highlighting and featuring some very bomb ass women in Nashville. So, be on the lookout. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to say that yet. I'm going to get in trouble. But um, 
You can find me at BLOVE1911. Also, make sure you follow the podcast page. Uh, I'm going to say she did this. She and our podcast on Instagram. She and our podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a message. Like I said earlier, like, subscribe, review. We will be here. We love to be here. And we can't wait to join you guys. If you want to do a podcast, let me know. Now nah, I'm just playing. I got too many going no, on right I now. I shouldn't say if you want to uh, do a podcast, you need some help. Beer will be charging for his services. Yeah, I am. Not, yeah, I am. We'll talk about that later. But anyway... Make sure to do all of that. Leave us a review, like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Man, thank you all for listening. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tune on in each and every weekend. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,